Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Peak Pros Podcast, episode number 13. Brian Tenenhaus here, owner and director and physical therapist here at Peak Performance Therapy and Wellness. And we are lucky to have a new guest today. This is Peak's newest addition. Kira Hood is a strength and conditioning specialist and we're excited to learn a little bit about what she can bring to the table and what offerings she can give to Madison and the surrounding community. Yeah, no, super excited to be here. Yeah, so um, so I guess the first thing, what I want to know, and, and more importantly, everyone else out there is going to want to know, is we just want to learn about you. So tell us a little bit about your journey and landing here um, as, a, as a personal trainer here at Peak and kind of what got you here. Yeah, so um, I started, you know, being interested in fitness and weight training, strength and conditioning um, back in high school as a cheerleader. Okay. I went in with noodle arms, eighth yeah. grader, and couldn't do anything. And I had a growth spurt where I went from being, I think, five foot maybe to five foot five, and I've stayed that height okay. since then. Uh-huh. Um, but I had a crazy growth spurt my freshman year, and I went from being somebody that gets put in the air and doesn't, I mean, you do work really hard when you're up there, but at that level, you don't really have to work too hard. Okay. And then suddenly I was being put as the person underneath. So that's okay. quite a bit of strength that needed to be gained pretty quickly. Yeah, definitely. Um, I had never done any training other than gymnastics and, you know, basic, you know, planks, wall sits, things like that. Nothing too hard. Um, and then I had to gain a lot of strength pretty quickly. So I hired, um, at least my parents hired a strength coach at our local gym. And I started cool. doing tons of different work to try and build up upper body strength, lower body strength. So, you know, I've had a lot of empathy for what it's like to go from feeling like you've got nothing mm-hmm. to feeling like you need to get somewhere. So I know what it's like to kind of chase a goal like that. Nice. Um, and I definitely fell in love with fitness, strength training, that kind of stuff during that time. Just awesome. held on to it. So I studied that at Eastern Connecticut State University. Um, I have a, it's like a bi degree. So it's Partially sports management, partially exercise science. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's definitely cool. And I ended up going more into sports management after graduating. Um, But through, you know, COVID, I just really felt like I wanted to get more into the exercise science world. I've been training people on the side, but my, you know, full-time jobs have all been within sports management. Mm -hmm. So, decided to make it my full-time job. Um, Mm -hmm. So now... You know, I'm here doing personal training, teaching spin classes, do Zumba classes, kind of do it all. But, you know, personal training, getting people from, you know, wherever they're at now to wherever they want to be is definitely what I'm passionate about. Very cool. And um, so in terms of your career as a cheerleader, um, did you carry that into college? or I did. You did? Yeah. Awesome. I did. That's yeah. fun. Oh, it's wild. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> now, were you, uh, first of all, like what kind of a training regimen were you guys on in terms of strengthening? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I, I think people take for granted how strong you guys have to be mm-hmm. to do what you're doing. So, you know, and I know there's also a lot of kind of choreography and there's a lot of levels to it all. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and the collegiate level is kind of interesting because some states in America will have it be labeled as a sport. Oh, wow. And some states, it's just, it has to just be something recreational. So it's mm-hmm. like a club. Yeah. Um, Connecticut, cheerleading is not a sport. Okay. So what that means for the athletes is that you don't receive as much funding. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get as much, you know 
favor in terms of booking out spaces within your program. So, mm -hmm. you know, if the lacrosse team, who's a legitimate sport, wants right. to use the weight training room, they're going to take priority over you. Yeah, so yeah. it can be difficult to get the spaces and the place that you need and the, you know, equipment, trainers, mm -hmm. all of that. Um, but luckily enough, you know, my program at Eastern had an awesome coach. Um, cool. And the, you know, our program consisted of, you know, just trying to fit everybody's schedules into it. Like I said, if it's not a sport, then you can't bring athletes in right. for it specifically, right? They just have to sign up for it after they're there. You can't really, you know, go out and recruit. So you then get a team of 20 to 30 girls and it's like, all right, let's find a time that every single one of you can be available for three hours, right, three right. times a week, exactly. right? So you've all got your own schedules, whereas example lacrosse, they're being recruited in, so they build their schedule around lacrosse. Right. So it's difficult, um, but some of the really high-level teams um, that are in, you know, more towards the south, especially like where football gets really big, mm -hmm. whew, their training is insane. I worked with um, a friend who teaches, um, she now coaches and teaches in, where is she? She is... Ohio State, I believe. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's big it, time. It is insane, the amount of strength and conditioning that goes into those girls. They usually come in as either gymnasts or cheerleaders. Yeah. But, you know, they're already the best of the best, and then they're upholding them to this standard where it's like you need to be at this mm -hmm. many games and events per week. You're going to be, you know, training or running choreography at least every day, if not twice a day. Right, right. So, you know, the places where it is a full-time sport, it's like, huge yeah yeah that's, that's crazy. awesome now coming here to peak um as you've learned already you know kira's been with us for almost a month now mm -hmm. um but coming here it's a different crowd in that a lot of people that end up on your caseload have been dealing with a little bit of an injury or they um maybe it was in their recent past within the last couple of years where a lot of people like training here because they know that they have a little bit of that communication between the patient, the therapist, and the trainer all kind of working together when something gets a little flared up. And have you yourself dealt with any injuries or anything along those lines over the years? Or So with uh, injuries, I always talk about my mom okay. because she has an ACL tear okay. and she's been dealing with it for probably 15 years now. Oh, wow. She's always having, you know, she'll have common flare-ups of it. Um, and she's also got a lot of other comorbidities going on. Did she end up having the surgery to repair it? She did it? have surgery to repair okay. it. I don't know that she um, adhered to PT the way that she should have okay. at the time. I think she was a little bit younger and yeah. a little bit lighter back yeah. then. Okay. Um, more active during her regular day. So she was a bit more able to deal with the uncomfortable you know, sensation in it and kind of just push through. Yeah. And now that it's been 15 years, right, that pain is really debilitating for her. Yeah. Um, so she's always somebody that I use as an example. And through COVID, I actually went, um, I did UConn online mm -hmm. and got a certification in exercise prescription. Cool. And she was my um, key patient yeah. throughout everything. You know yeah. what I mean? You really have to kind of relate it back to something in your personal life. Definitely. And her constantly managing having swelling in there. She has a lot of crepitus in there. Everything she does has to revolve around making it comfortable for her knee. Yeah. So she's definitely patient number one. For yeah, me. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to not. You've avoided get super for the most injured. part. I know. It's interesting <laughs> that you bring up the ACL too because um, it's very common, and you know, even just in the last 
you know, three or four days I've had a couple interactions with, uh, you know, I was reading an article about an a Ironman triathlete yesterday because Ironman Lake Placid took place yesterday. I was reading about someone who blew out their ACL on a ski mountain. Mm-hmm. But even a few days prior to that, I evaluated a nice person who um, chose not to have surgery for her ACL. Mm-hmm. And um, she's done quite well for several years since then just in terms of creating stability within the joint. So really getting the hamstrings and quads firing, calf muscles, and you know, yeah. and she's been fine doing all sorts of great stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's just interesting. And, and you know, the truth is you'll get, you'll get plenty of people also who are, are not dealing with injuries and they'll get to work with you as well. Um, but it's just uh, one of the added things here that when you do work with a physical therapy team that a lot of times you'll enter that team approach where we're dealing with you know, nutrition, sometimes the doctor, sometimes um, even their, their chiropractor or their acupuncturist or craniosacral therapist. So there's a lot of us trying to work all together to basically get to the same goal for that patient. Yeah, no, I really love it. I love that it's like a full 360 approach. All opinions are welcome. All takes are welcome. Yeah. You know, who can, who in this person's life can throw in, uh, oh, well, my experience, <laughs> no, we've got this person working with speed sticks for mm-hmm. golf. Exactly. This is, you know, I'd love to see if maybe you can put this into the training to help with those. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, awesome. So, um, tell me, you know, we all have, like, People always love to ask me, you know, what what do you work on the most or what's your favorite kind of patient? And I have my answers for those. But do you have any types of niche populations that you um, you really enjoy working with or um, or you have, you know, some experience with working with certain teams or types of sports or, you know, or with that, which direction are you hoping to go in the future? And, you know, in terms of continuing education and and certifications and that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think, um, you know, the process of learning how to weight train and, you know, I'm back in high school, we're not doing a lot, right? But the things that I learned, you know, getting into squatting form, you know, benching form, even just, even just stuff as simple as using machines in a mm-hmm. gym can be really intimidating when it's brand new to you. Um, and I was still pretty young, but it was kind of a you know, memorable experience. And I still remember it really clearly going into a facility for the first time and learning what it's like to be sore, what it's like to be told you're doing this wrong, what it's like to have somebody tweak your form constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it can be a really frustrating time. And I've seen it with my mom and I've seen it with friends of mine where they'll go in, you know, with really great ideas and really good intentions. And it just ends up being a lot to take in and you kind of get overwhelmed and when you're overwhelmed, the tendency is to kind of just drop it mm-hmm. and pull back. Oh, yeah. um, so I have a lot of experience kind of showing people what it's like for the first time to get into something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm pretty good at creating like a safe, judgment-free space where it's, you know, kind of lighthearted when you're learning, right? right you're right. coming in here, this is going to be kind of frustrating at first. And I'm going to tell you about a thousand things that are looking, you know, you need to put your weight back here, you know, do this, do that. Um, but I've learned good cues that I can give people to make it easier to understand, mm-hmm. um, and you know, little tricks to show them how to identify, you know, what's going on without me being there. So, um, I have a lot of friends who will tell me they want to get into some sort of weightlifting or that they want to be at the gym, mm-hmm. right? They want to improve their, you know, fitness. Yep. So I'll take them through, kind of create that safe space to show them what to do. But I like to also give people tricks to then take with them when I'm not there to stay safe, right? So 
I'll show people how to squat in front of a mirror and kind of go through, these are the things that you want to look for. And if you see this, it's a sign that you've done something wrong. Mm -hmm. So example, put them next to a mirror, teach them about, you know, tracking your knee, making sure it doesn't go over your toes. Mm -hmm. Seems so simple when you've done it a thousand times, but right. it's crazy overwhelming when your legs are hurting, you've never done right, this before. Right. You're thinking, wow, it's 5.30, I could really use dinner. Yeah. Why did I agree to meet Kira here? Yeah. This is awful. Yeah. Do I even really want to do this? Someone told me if I just stop eating, you know, sugar in my coffee, I'll lose 10 pounds. Maybe I'll just go that route. Right, right. You know, it's tough to then take in all those little tiny details, like push the knees back. You want to feel it here. But I think that's my favorite client. Yeah. You know, creating that space for them, tips and tricks to, you know, move forward and build on their own. Yeah, and I, I would say, you know, in just the short time that you have been here, and I also can say part of the reason you are here is there's no question that you've got a good way of connecting with people. And I think, yeah, I think it's um, it's evident in the relationships you've already created in just, you know, a month. There's a lot of people that you've been meeting, whether it's uh, through shadowing with Mia or just on your own. And through feedback that I've gotten from other people, it's it's been nice to see. But I, I think that's a huge part of, of what we do here at Peak and, and in general, like the places that I've um, modeled my business off of, it's you're, you're building lifelong relationships with people. So it's not, you know, you're, yeah, you're, you're here to try to help somebody lose weight, but you're really not taking that approach in that person. Even if that's what they say, that's their goal. Mm -hmm. You're just building a relationship where they feel, and I love the way you say it, like a safe space where they feel comfortable because there, no one gets anywhere reaching goals. It's the same. No one, you can't get rid of your pain if you don't trust the person who's helping guide you. Yeah. So, I pride myself on having good hands as a physical therapist, but that's not to me always the most important thing. I need to be able to help guide them and understand what's going on in their body. But really, if you can't connect with the patient, I don't think you're you're as good as you know the next person down the street because yeah. connection is where people. Um, have their ability to essentially let their guard down and be open to whatever you're trying to offer them or the whatever exactly. we're trying to offer them. And so un until someone checks their, like their ego or their, their, you know, their fears at the door, we're not going to really help them. We won't be able to help them reach their goals very well. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. So I appreciate that, that style and that side of you. And, you know, you've got I mean, she'll give you a great workout. There's no question about it. And the key is, you know, keeping it a safe, fun, and connected workout. And we we, we undoubtedly will be able to do that together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to think of a couple other fun, quick questions. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? I know. Totally catching you off guard on this. But people oh, yeah. like this. Oh, people are going to think I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. I mean, I really like scary movies. Oh, okay, cool. So but come think, October, this well, is her, her time to oh, shine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. October is definitely my time to shine. But I think the thing with movies is you can't... It's tough to just pick them out right. I'm easier at picking through genres. Okay. So... so favorite I comedy. I would go favorite comedy. I would say Wedding Crashers. Yes. That's a great movie. I love movie. that one. Yeah, that's a great movie. Um, any, any dramas that you like? I don't know that there's been a drama that I like, but um, The Invisible Man was, I, I guess, like a suspense thriller that thing okay. that came out like a year ago. Whew, really good. Nice. Really, really good. That one. 
And then if we're just talking like favorite, like to watch and enjoy, I think yeah. Jurassic Park. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I would say that's a good, that's a good summary of them. But yeah, nice. if you were to hear my list of like top 10. Have you read any good books? It's a lot scary Any good books lately? Any good books lately? I'm not a book person. I'm yeah. a big podcast person. Oh, okay. Who do yeah. you like to listen to? I like Joe Rogan. Um, yeah. Depending on who he's got on, I like that you can scroll, check out who's going to be in there, and yep. kind of tune in. Um, I like hearing him talk to people. And then I like um, a lot of Bachelor, Bachelorette oh, podcasts, because that's my sport, my main sport. That's my wife's love and passion, too. <laughs> Is it really? I did not know that you're a Bachelor oh, girl. Huge. She's going to be happy. Huge Bachelor person. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I, I have a little confession to you and our audience. I have a recent man crush on Hugh Jackman. So wow. my family has gotten really into The Greatest Showman over the last like six months or so. That's a good movie. And I don't know, I heard Hugh Jackman on some podcast recently. I was listening to him and watching the movie and all this. I'm like, God, this guy's pretty much perfect. And I, I kind of... Yeah. Mentioned this to my sister, and she's like, well, who doesn't have a man crush on yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackman? Jackman's, I was like, all right, Hugh that's Jackman's cool. I feel a little bit better about myself. <laughs> um, all right, morning person or, or night owl? Um, hmm. I'd say morning person. All right. I, I can attest to that. She's she's shown up very early, uh, more than once or twice, with, with bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, so we're excited to have yeah, her around keep here. Me, keep me up past, I'd say 11.30 becomes the witching hour. Uh, it's like, tell me you know, unless you're feeding me coffee or something, you're going to lose me. Coffee or tea? Coffee, tea, energy drink. Sometimes I'll take one of those monsters, even though I know they're packed with all kinds of stuff you shouldn't <laughs> have. But if it's 11.30 and it's the witching hour, you got to do what you got well, right, to do right. to stay awake. <laughs> so, um... I know she she once mentioned favorite day of the week is chest day when it comes to working out on her own. She's yeah. she's strong this one. Big chest day person. Yeah. Okay. Actually, least favorite day of the week is legs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll work together. I like back, so I'll 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 force her to work on her back. She'll get me back into bench press mode. Nice. And we'll both struggle through leg day at least once a week together. Great. Um, any questions for me or any any questions for the audience? So maybe they'll they'll chime in once they hear the podcast and they can yeah. uh, they can post some questions. If you guys ever have any burning thoughts on on meeting our newest one here, Kira, don't don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah. Are there any types of people that you'd like to get in the podcast? Like, is there any suggestions? Like, types of people that either, you know, are following or that I can suggest for you? Like, if someone's got a friend who's an athlete, a friend who's gone through an injury while playing a sport, anything like that? Is there certain types of people you're looking to get on here? Yeah, so, um, well, we definitely, we're always looking for local practitioners, for sure. So there's, mm -hmm. there's a couple... Um, women's health or pelvic floor specialists that I've got in the queue that are going to get in here soon. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I'd love to get like some, some outdoorsy types of people. So anyone who, you know, some hardcore hikers um, or rock climbers, I think those would be a fun genre of people to, you know, those types of athletes that we could get in here. We've had some awesome triathletes recently. We've had some fast runners in here. Um, and then, you know, I think there's there's still, we could certainly, if there's some strength and conditioning specialist that you know that might want to come in here and talk, give us some some ideas and thoughts, we're always open to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, there is also, I think, uh, potentially a chiropractor and acupuncturist that we were hoping to get in here soon. So, um, 
I think those are the main areas that we're we're looking at right now. Cool. Also, it'd be it'd be fun, I think, to get some coaches in here. So definitely, um, whether it's running coaches, um, tennis coaches, I've you know I've got some people in mind with that one. So we actually had uh, Ryan Bean and and his buddy Philip in here recently. So that was fun down from Milford Indoor Tennis. So a little shout out there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So anyway. Cool. I am looking forward to having you here, and I think it's going to be awesome. I think people from the community are also going to really benefit from having your smiley face and some fun workouts, and we'll take it from there. Definitely, yeah. Thanks for All right, cool. Me. You guys stay tuned. Um, you can find us on social media, so on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us, our podcast, obviously, we are now on Spotify, and we are also, we have a YouTube channel, so check us out, Peak PTW. And we've got all sorts of cool stuff on the YouTube channel if you want to watch this or if you want to check out all sorts of fun, different and exciting exercises. We have all sorts of great stuff over there. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon and stay well, be safe, and have fun. <laughs>